If we're being real, it is Fun Friday. We were laughing a whole bunch last week, got the idea to start creating Fun Friday, just where we're going to have a little sports talk, have a little fun while doing it. Today, we're each going to lay a subject on you, talk about it a little bit, and then we're going to play a little fun little game. Why don't you start us off? All right. This is probably going to surprise a whole bunch of you, but... Whoa! Sorry, you surprised me. <laughs> you talking about Odell here. Relax. <laughs> Do not start this again. That is not a fun Friday. <laughs> Something must have... That's a toilet Tuesday, but it's not a fun Friday. <laughs> okay, all right. My bad. We ain't, we ain't starting up again. Anyway, I want to bring up Bill Russell... I think he is actually underrated when it comes to talking about the greatest basketball players of all time. You got some facts behind that? I do. So I'm getting this from a book called Got Your Number. It's by Mike Greenberg from ESPN and Hembo. But we're starting in 1955. Bill Russell went to the University of San Francisco and he won back-to-back NCAA championships. He was the MVP of the Final Four in 1955 and became the first college player to ever average 20 points and 20 rebounds in his career. The team also went 57-1 and when he was there. And the team became the first unbeaten national champ in 1956. Now, you're probably saying, why am I bringing this up when it comes to NBA talk? College and NBA is different. But it's just kind of cool to hear stuff like that. I think that's kind of impressive and something you probably didn't know. Anyway, during that time, he also won an Olympic gold medal something he said was his greatest achievement in his basketball career. I love that he thinks so highly about that medal. It's really awesome that people have so much pride in representing their country and winning for their country. I love to hear it. Yeah, that was super awesome to hear. But now let's get into the NBA. When he was in the NBA with the Boston Celtics, he won 11 championships in the 13 seasons he played in the NBA. Those 11 titles are still the most ever won by a player. With that being said, from 1955 to 1969, he won two national championships in college, 11 NBA titles, and an Olympic gold medal. That's got to be some of the most winning a player has ever done. Dude, that is absolutely insane. Yeah, he did a lot of winning during that time. But let's continue. This is something I think will, again, astound you. During his career, he played 21 winner-take-all games That includes college, NBA, anything like that. If you lose, you're going home. If you win, you continue. 21 of those. I want you to guess what his record was in those games. Bill the Thrill, the Kill, out of 21 games, I'm guessing he won 16 of them. Man, you really insulting him. He's 21-0. My bad. Bill the Clutch Thrill. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Nicely said, I guess. Anyway... 10 of those 21 games were NBA Game 7s. And in those games, he played 488 of the 495 minutes of those games. Hold on. Say those stats again just so everyone can hear that 100% clearly. He played 488 out of the 495 minutes in those games. That means 7 minutes he was riding the bench. Out of 10 games, that is correct. He needs to give a lecture to today's NBA players. That's for dang sure. He's dead. <laughs> I stand by what I said. Oh, you... <laughs> I stand by that. <laughs> it was metaphoric. 
I didn't actually mean it. Jeez. <laughs> Can nobody take a joke? Well, it is Fun Friday. So that's what we're here for. I genuinely meant it like that, too. Anyway, during those games where he only missed seven minutes of the 10 games, he averaged 29.3 rebounds. And hold on. Just for you people out there, if you're going to get mad at me for talking ill about the dead, I wasn't. He is awesome, and I was genuinely saying he needs to be teaching these people how to play better because he did not sit out. Continue, please. I know the internet. They were going to come at me for that. Okay. Anyways, now continue. <laughs> anyway. I, I promise you can continue now. No, please, go. Okay, I'm going to go. Relax. Anyway, in those 10 games, like I said, he averaged 29.3 rebounds. He also won five MVPs while in his time in the NBA, and there's only two players that have matched that or done better, Michael Jordan and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And not only was he super good with winning the MVPs, playing a whole lot of minutes, and getting a lot of dang rebounds because he had some crazy rebound numbers, there is something that could have immortalized him if they were counting blocks back in the day. It's unfortunate, but blocks were not a stat counted by the NBA at that time. So this is just a rough estimate. But the player with the most 10 block games is held by Mark Eaton, and he has 19 of those. I want you to guess what the estimate for how many 10 block games Bill Russell supposedly had. I'm guessing it's going to be north of that. Oh, it ain't even close. It's estimated that he had over two. 100 10 block games so you're saying he barely squeaks out first place <laughs> i mean sure we'll call beating it by almost 200 barely squeaking it out <laughs> but that is absolutely insane it's kind of sad that they actually didn't count how many blocks there were back then because can you imagine somebody having that many blocks somebody having over 200 10 block games that would be a record that couldn't be beaten that would be absolutely insane. Dude, I actually know somebody who has more blocks than that. Um, Literally, current NBA player, too. Oh, okay. All right, I want to hear it. Kevin Durant on Twitter. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's blocked more people. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just on his main account. That ain't even covering the other 200 fake accounts he has. Well, unfortunately for Kevin Durant... They haven't started counting Twitter blocks. In the next, you know, 40 or 50 years, they might. New NBA stat coming out. Anyway, with all that being said, I genuinely think that Bill Russell is definitely not as highly regarded as he should be. Those things that I mentioned are absolutely insane. He should definitely be higher when you start thinking about the all-time greats in the NBA. Man, I definitely agree with you. I mean, the amount of winner-take-all games that he won, the amount of games he's played, the amount of minutes he's played in those games, the amount of total blocks he's had, rebounds, all of these stats combined, I definitely think we undersell him on how great of a basketball player he truly was. Well put. All right, let's hear yours. Just like you on a serious topic of how good a former basketball player was and that he needs more respect, I have a similar respectful topic. So hot dogs in Philly... See, we got to have a meeting close, which is 200 versus 19. Now respectful talking about how great an all-time player was versus hot dogs. What are we doing? It's fun Friday. It don't matter what we're doing. We having fun. So essentially Philadelphia in baseball for the Phillies had a dollar hot dog night. 
which I love. They completely sold out in tickets. In fact, somehow they sold more tickets than they had seats. And they ended up selling 58,000 hot dogs. Yes, that's right. Over 58,000 hot dogs. Man, this is what I'm telling you about movie theaters, ballparks. If they actually dropped the price of the concessions, I feel like they would sell more tickets and they would get more people to buy the concessions if they dropped it. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, it sounded like an awesome time in Philly. But as Philly fans and people who know Philly would know, something had to go wrong. So at the end of the game... Hang on, I thought this was supposed to be fun. Why are you bringing up something bad? It's Philly. Is there anything good there other than cheesesteaks and pretzels? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Notice how he didn't disagree. <laughs> you're right. Their sports teams aren't that good. But anyway, there must have been a food fight. That's what you're bringing up, right? Yes. <laughs> so at the end of the game, there's a guy trying to eat as many hot dogs as possible. He ended up eating 13 or something like that. But then he ran out of hot dogs and they weren't selling anymore because it was the end of the game. So people started throwing him hot dogs to eat. So he's sitting there pounding down some dogs. People are chucking wieners at him. <laughs> Why'd you have to say that word? Go back to dogs. <laughs> and essentially, since the Phillies were losing so bad, the crowd pretty much just started. Actually, don't go back to dogs. We ain't talking about like the puppies or the, you know, your pets. No, no, we're talking hot dogs. Say hot dogs, please. Sorry. We're not throwing real dogs or wieners at people. So the fans started throwing golden retrievers at each other. <laughs> and essentially what happened was a giant food fight started, but instead of throwing them definitely at each other, they ended up throwing them on the field too. It was just an amazing thing to watch. It was, you know, probably a good 10,000 hot dogs that are just being chucked around the field. Imagine if they just lost the World Series again. What that scene would have looked like. <laughs> Here's the best thing of the whole situation. There's two more dollar dog nights scheduled for this year. Let's go, Phillies! Oh, that'll be a scene. They're gonna have to get extra security. All right, that's all I got. Let's go into a fun little game to wrap things up today. All right, first game of the show. Let's do it. All right, everybody, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna be playing bench, start, cut, specifically for basketball today, but with our own little twist on it. We don't get to know who the next player is when we get to put him in a position. Should get some interesting lineups. Let's see what we got. You want to start or you want me to start? Take it away. You first. All right, here we go. Here's your first guy, Steven Adams. Man, that's rough because, oh, man, I have to think. Are you going to go good players or bad players after that? I'll put them put in cut for now. No, I can't. I'll put them in cut. We'll, we'll go with cut. All right. We got Bull Bull. Actually... Kind of like the upside of Bol Bol. If they gave him more minutes than he gets, you know, he's got some talent. I'm actually all right with benching him. Okay, so you are stuck with this guy in your starter position. Come on, be honest, be honest. We have Shaquille O'Neal. All right. Congratulations, you aced that one. That's awesome. I mean, you know, Steven Adams probably should be over Bol Bol, but I'm still all right with that. That's awesome. Let's go. All right, lay yours on me. Let's get it. Hopefully, I can do it at least a little bit as good as you did. Your first player, sir, is Harrison Barnes. All right. Barnes is okay. It's just a matter of who you picked afterwards. There's no way I'm going to start him. I hope I don't regret that decision. I'm going to throw him on the bench and leave cut open in case a bad player comes up. Who's my next guy? Coming in for your next player, we got 
Austin Rivers. Well, I'm going to throw him in the cut department, and I'm really hoping that we're going to be upgrading people because I might have a good upside if I can get somebody good here. <laughs> By the sound of that laugh, I don't think I'm going to be getting somebody good. <laughs> All right. And your starter coming in from the University of Wisconsin. Oh, please no. Frank the Tank Kaminsky. I give you Shaq and you give me the tank? You told me they are not in the same league? I'm telling you one of your players, not even Shaq, could have beaten all three of mine in a 3v1. Uh, well, when you put it that way, I guess, but... I was trying to have it be a little surprising. Made Harrison Barnes the best guy. Yeah, it was surprising, like going to a gunfight and your gun's loaded with blanks. Now, if we talk in college versus the NBA, like Frank the Tank and Austin Rivers, pretty good in college. I don't like you right now. It's no longer fun Friday. It's somber Friday. <laughs> okay, all right. What if I give you an honorary mention and we'll go like, I don't know, Joel Embiid instead of Frank Kaminsky. Is that better? All right, I'll cut Embiid. We're still good. Team's team's complete. You keeping Austin Rivers and Harrison Barnes instead of Embiid? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But that's the way the game's played. It is what it is. Why don't you send it out for us? Man, this feels kind of weird. I'm not usually doing this. But anyway, that's it for today, guys. Remember to like, subscribe, comment down below if you got any suggestion for games or anything like that, anything you want us to bring up in Fun Friday. With that being said, until next time, Keep it real.